You're listening to Do You Follow, a podcast about social media marketing with your hosts, Juliette Dallasfini, at jdelphine on Instagram, that's me, and Rachel Jo Silver, at Rachel Jo Silver on Instagram. So Rachel is back from having her baby, so there's going to be a lot of really good baby content on the podcast today. She's also going to talk about her strategy about having a child in the age of Instagram, and you might be surprised about what her approach is, so you'll definitely want to listen to that. Also, we talk about TikTok, which used to be Musical.ly, so we're going to dive into what exactly TikTok is and why every like 12-year-old is obsessed with it, but we are too, and what's going to happen with it. We also play Instagram Roulette, and we're just excited to be back on the pod this week. Um, we're going to be publishing a lot more content over the next couple of weeks and have some consistency again, so get excited. As always, you can message us your social media and influencer marketing questions on Instagram to me at jdelphine or at Rachel Joe Silver. And you can also just send us an email at doyoufollowpodcast at gmail.com. We are sourcing new questions for this season of Do You Follow, and we want to hear them. So ask away. We will always keep you anonymous if you wish. And if you want some extra love and for us to promote you, we will do that as well. So let's get into it. We're back. OMG. <laughs> it's Do You Follow podcast post Rachel's baby. Like, I just like to wear him all day. Like, I don't like to be away from him at all. I'm so upset with him. Yeah, why would you want to be away from him? He's the cutest I, little like, angel. I did a call, like, an important work call yesterday with the baby. And he usually falls right asleep in the carrier, but he was just, like, chirping a little bit. Oh, yeah. cute on the pod, but since I have to do another call at after this you like whatever I gave it to my mom so Rachel where are you in the world right now I'm in northern Michigan so I had the baby on July 14th <gasps> he's a beautiful cancer with Leo rising and last day and is my he a Leo moon I forget I did his birth chart as soon as I could so he and I have the same moon sign yes which is a really good sign it's encouraging to me because I'm a Capricorn and I feel like I'm like a textbook Capricorn mm-hmm. and like cancer. And when I was reading what cancers are, I was like a little nervous. I was like, is he going to like me? <laughs> like, no, it's it, really good because it's opposite your sign. So like okay. it might seem really different, but you actually have a lot of similarities. Okay, great. Cause I was like, am I going to be able to like relate to his like sensitive? But you both have Leo rising, which is really good. So you're right. like, radiant outgoing yeah. lovely people so don't worry about it <laughs> um we were in brooklyn for like three very hot weeks mm-hmm. my mom came to stay with me thank god oh, she's the best shout out to beth she's talk about how good she is it's not just like she's like around she like literally so i um without getting too like into it like i um i had i'm so lucky i had like the easiest pregnancy and then I actually like physically didn't feel so hot after I think my body like rejected the baby mm. coming out. My ba- my body was like, being pregnant yeah. let's get the baby. I didn't feel that good compared to like most most of my friends are like, Oh my god, as soon as the baby came mm. out, I felt better. And I had sort of like the opposite. So my mom was like it was amazing. She was like really taking care of me and the baby and then she left us for three days and then we like hightailed oh, it to Michigan. That just looks so nice. And Bobby's having the best time, right? Honestly, yeah. And it makes it, I think it's like, 
babies can like recognize if the people taking care of them are like yeah. relaxed. And alone in Brooklyn, I would be stressed. It would be so much harder. So I'm so lucky that I have all these people around to like hold him and help me because then I think I'm more relaxed. For sure. Be, like, also, I think he really looks like you know, a perfect I mean, combination of you and Justin. Do you agree? Okay, so he has blue eyes. So I'm like very, you know, people always think I'm Middle Eastern. Like I am mm-hmm. have dark hair and dark skin. And Justin yeah. is like a blonde. Yeah. And so the baby has blue eyes. So cute. And I don't know if they'll stay blue, but like, you know, I was born with like black eyes. Yeah. And black, like hair all over my body. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> like a furry. Um, hair's like shape-shifty. Like sometimes it looks light and sometimes looks dark. <laughs> Justin thought he had red hair when he was born. He like texted everyone he had a ginger. And he realized later oh, that it wasn't so red. It was cute. Really yeah, but anyways, so I'm obsessed with him. I feel like him. my mom agent. Did I tell you this? My mom, okay, so like she's like this is like a weird thing to say, especially on the podcast. Like I think everyone thinks their baby's like cute and beautiful. I don't know. Yeah. I think he's like the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. But my mom and like other people are like, mm, he's like yes. objectively cute. Like not mm-hmm. all newborns are. It takes them, you know, and um, which is not important, but it's just like whatever. And my mom's like, we should get him like a modeling agent, like, and just find out if he's like cute enough. She's like, you could like pay for his college. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Resourceful. I love it. Because I'm, like, hiding him on social media, you know? And she's like, you, you wouldn't have to tell anybody that it was Yeah. He was in Wait, so, Rachel, can you tell our listeners about your social media strategy for Bobby Bolio? Because yeah. you have a pretty interesting one and that I think a lot of people would be surprised by, given the fact that you're a social media guru. Well, so it's weird. So I – okay, something we talk – you and I talk about a lot, which is true, is, like, people connect to, like, personal experiences and details. So, like – Sometimes I am, like, so busy, like, with Love Story TV that I realize I haven't been on Instagram a lot. And I'm, like, that's bad. Like, I have all these amazing followers who've been following me since Bird Shocks because they want, like, reviews of products that I have a chance to try that they don't have a chance to try or, like, mm-hmm. experiences that we get to do because of our jobs or, like, products and services we're exposed to, you know, like, that or insights about social media. Like, that's why people follow you. And, like, if you don't share and like cultivate that then like that's interested and I I always find like I have like the best followers like I post it you know anytime I post like a question people always give me like the best feedback and recommendations and when I post recommendations people are really grateful and give me lots of feedback so like I want to keep that you know and it's it's let's be honest it's like good for love stories tv that extra like Mm -hmm. uh, yeah so Sometimes I'm like, oh, man, I've been so busy with work this week. I haven't, like, posted. And I have to remind myself to, like, find something interesting and personal that happened to me and try to, like, talk about it. So I actually know that if I talked about the baby more and shared it, it would be – I think I would get a lot of good, like, engagement. Right. I just – okay. It's not, like, because of safety. I don't think it's, like, unsafe. I have this weird thing. Like, you know how if you're out at a bar with your girlfriends and they ask you to see the picture of them before you post it? Mm-hmm. I feel weird posting pictures of him without his permission. Yeah. Well, that's something that, like, when you brought that up the first time a couple years ago, like, when I feel like some of the Birchbox people were starting to have babies, I didn't even think about it, that, like, this 
this tiny human has not consented to the fact that you're just like blasting them all over the internet and maybe they don't want to be all over the internet and they don't want to say in that because they're too young. So like, it's really interesting what's going to happen, especially if you think about like a lot of these influencers who had like a fashion or beauty blog or Instagram, then they had a baby and their baby is part of it. And they're like selling their baby and on sponsorships and stuff, which like, that's totally fine and great. But I like started to wonder about like, what is that? Is that kid going to be girl to grow up and be like, is this okay? Are they going to be okay with it? Are they not going to be okay with it? Are they going to have like a a backlash? It's just a really interesting time because this has not happened before. A hundred percent. And I want to like be really careful to say like, I, I don't want this to sound judgy and you know me, like if I'm being judgy about something, I will say it. Like I'm not, polite on this podcast like I always tell (laughs) what I really think I love seeing influencers kids right and learning from them and getting their recommendations like I love that content and I love my friends content so I I actually am not like judging anyone it's just like we it's just like a thing I feel Mm -hmm. like I don't know and like well so yeah so anyway so that's why I I want to try to share I, I did like some posts this week being like, okay, like I'm back. So I did like a social media like hiatus, which was just like, I just wanted to, well, for, at first I needed to like recover. Like I had like crazy swelling. I like couldn't walk. Yeah. I was like really sore, like whatever. I just had a physically, mentally I was really happy and fine mm-hmm. and well cared for. I just like think I physically had a harder recovery than other people, which is really funny because my pregnancy was so easy. But um, so that's, at first I just like wasn't online because I was like, yeah. not feeling great mm-hmm. and um then I was like you know what I just this is a good excuse to be able to just like take a break yeah and it was really nice and so then when I came back I was like okay like I learned a lot I've learned a ton of stuff in the last couple of weeks like and gotten access to cool and interesting products because of who I know and whatever so I want yeah. to share that and those like, that's so much engagement and I don't just mean engagement like in a shallow way like people had more questions and they offered me more advice and like, yeah. you know, whatever. So I tried to do that. But um, but what this sort of segues into is like something else you and I've talked about before is like, I think my favorite social media now is my friends shared photo streams. Yeah. Well, I told you like, when can I subscribe to the Bobby Bolio right. photo stream? <laughs> and at first I wasn't sure if I was going to do it because I was like, do people, is this just like presumptuous of me? I was like, does anybody care? You know? I do. But and all really, your friends and family do. Yeah, everybody was like asking me. And it's like, actually, at first I was like, this is the best way. I want to make sure I'm sharing lots of photos with my mother-in-law because yeah. um, we don't live where she lives. And it was just like an easy way to do that, actually. Mm-hmm. You know? And then lots of other people are asking me. But like the Lily... Chen Bonstein photo stream is my favorite social media. Oh, it's the best. It's the absolute best. And like, there's lots of other ones that I like love. So I think, and at first, but at first I, I actually said to Justin, I was like, do you think I already have all these photos on my phone? Is it like less secure putting them in an iPhoto stream? Like I felt a little weird just putting like any photos of the baby, like out mm-hmm. in the world. But like, I think once Apple, it's like Apple has your photos. Like, yeah. I have a question, like, going off of this. Some people make private Instagram accounts for their babies. What are your thoughts on that? 
Well, if you think about it, like I think about a lot of my friends who keep their Instagrams private and every single person who follows them, they know them anyway. So I think by default, a lot of people who don't have a job in like media or like a public job, their Instagram just like is that. Yeah, true. That's like very different. Like it's like their personal Instagram is almost an is almost the same as an iPhoto shared stream, right? If you have yeah. 200 followers and you know all of them personally, mm-hmm. that's like what's really the difference between in, like Instagram, maybe Instagram's a little less secure than Apple. I mean, I think Apple has a better reputation for security than Facebook, but Instagram as a subset of Facebook, yeah, you know, pretty good track record. So I don't know. But um, I think the private Instagrams for kids, yeah, I think when people start those of their kid and it's password protected, I think it's just like, they're more comfortable with that than an iPhoto stream. To me, that feels exactly the same. Mm-hmm. The difference with Instagram is like, in order for people to definitely see those, they would need to be like navigating there, right? Because you don't see everyone you follow on Instagram in your feed. Right. So I just think the photo stream, like I only am subscribed to like five or six photo streams. Mm-hmm. So when I go in there, I see all the updates where Instagram, even if I followed a friend's private Instagram for their baby, like I might not see it when I go in. Exactly. Yeah. That's a great point. But I think some people are also doing it to like secure an Instagram handle for their kid, which is cute. Like people I know do that like on Gmail also. Oh, that's so funny. But I just feel like what is the internet going to be by the time Bobby's like. Right? It's going to be so different. We also are trying really hard, like, okay, again, like, no judgments. And, like, I only have, like, a seven-week-old, like, ask me about this again when I have a toddler and I'm trying to get shit done, <laughs> literally. So, I don't have, like, a problem in concept with, like, TV for kids. Like, I watched a lot of TV when I was a kid. Yeah. I think the big difference was my brother and I had to, like, sit on the couch and, like, we had to watch whatever was on. And we had to, like, agree together. And when the show was over, it was, like, oh. Yeah, and it was far away and not in your hand, like, directly against your face. But even TV now, like, if I wanted to show my kid TV, I don't even, know, like, know how to watch live TV, basically. Like, yeah. even if it was on the big TV on the wall, it's still on demand. And, like, they start to realize they can watch it over and over. Like, Yeah, they can watch whatever they want whenever they want. So I'm definitely not, like, judging people. And I don't know what I'll do. Like I say, like... <laughs> Let's see what happens the first time I have to take a flight with a three-year-old. Like, mm-hmm. ask me then if I have an iPad or not. But I am trying. You know, I really want to limit it. Um, yeah. The screen stuff. And so I feel a little weird. Like, I feel like already the baby, like, like I have my phone all the time. Like, does the baby, like, know? I know. I know. Like, I'm the baby. And, like, if I'm feeding the baby and the baby's awake, I, like, talk to him and, like, mm-hmm. whatever. But if he's, like, asleep with his eyes closed, I'm, like, looking at my emails. And then I'm, like, does he, like, know? <laughs> like, it's important. Like, like, is that why kids are so interested in phones? Because they see all of us. I mean, I'm sure it probably makes it so much harder when you are, like, when they are a little bit more aware. And you say you want to limit their screen time. But then they see you on your phone. And they're, like, hey, like, why yeah. do you get to do that? And I don't. But I guess you'll cross that bridge when you get to it. <laughs> I know. I FaceTimed Justin yesterday to see the baby, and um, the baby was, like, staring at it. But I think it's just the light, you know, but already yeah. you can see that they're, like, yeah, how they get sucked in, you know. I know. It's so wild. So that's, like, my – now all my baby internet feelings are, like, documented for posterity. So feel free to call me out in, like, two years when you see me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, and you've just have you discovered any cool brands on Instagram since you've been well since you've had your baby? Yeah, you've been posting about primary. Oh yeah, so I always thought primary was so great. Um, our friend Callie works there, who was in contact with us, and it's basically just like baby clothes um, and little kid clothes in all like um, solid colors or stripes, with no like brand names on them, like really simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like that because I've been using um, Bye Bye Baby. Mm-hmm. And it's just like one of those situations. It's sort of like Amazon. Okay, so this thing you and I always say about Amazon. Amazon is great when you already know yeah. what you want. Amazon's a nightmare when you're looking for things, which I've actually experienced since the baby. Like there, I was like looking for a certain kind of like um, like things I knew I wanted, but I didn't know which one. Like a certain kind of tank top or a certain like kind of bra or whatever. Mm-hmm. Amazon's a nightmare. Amazon's only it is. it's not meant for discovery. No, it's such a nightmare. And oh, there was like this big article that Justin sent me that was like, don't buy stuff on Amazon unless it's from a brand that you know or fulfilled and shipped by Amazon, which I already knew because of beauty. Yes. You know how like well you they usually explain this for people about beauty on Amazon to make sure everybody knows. But um it's the same with baby stuff. People are buying like baby toys and stuff from like Sketcho. Yeah, you have to look at the brand that it's coming from, like the seller. It has to come from the seller if it doesn't, if it's some other like third party or from Amazon, itself. Yes, or from Amazon, but it's, if it's not one of those two things, then you're probably getting like a counterfeit item or like, who knows what they could have changed the formula. They could have like slapped a label on and called it something else, but that's what you have to be aware of. And people don't look at that. They just see it in the title, but you have to look at the actual seller. And it's like an act. It's a really big issue for beauty, especially, but it sounds like also for baby stuff. Yeah. And so, so Amazon's like a nightmare for baby stuff, except for stuff you know, you, like diapers and whatever. Um, primary's so great. And actually, it's been really interesting because I've been in northern Michigan, so you can't get things from Amazon overnight. The fastest you can get anything is two days. Oh. And it's been actually a really interesting experience because – so in New York, I would never in a million years go to Target. They're not nice. They're, like, not close. Like, you can get whatever you need from Amazon same day or overnight. Mm-hmm. really needed something you know you go to Walgreens whatever okay so up here you can't get Amazon overnight and the closest target is like almost an hour away really and there's a Walmart that's like 25 minutes away but Walmart's like not target you know yeah and this is the first time in so long that I've been like man like for baby stuff because I don't know exactly in like mature like nursing clothes and uh bras and stuff it's like I want to I don't know exactly what I want yeah I want to see stuff and I'm like man if there was a target I would have spent so much money at target yeah oh so anyway who am I following on Instagram oh so I'm like a disciple of um Dr. Harvey Karp the guy who invented the snoo oh yes um actually a new Instagram account that I think is so funny that you have to follow is um did, did you see my post about the baby shusher no Go to this Instagram account, Baby Shusher. Baby S H U S H E R. Baby Shusher. Okay. My mom's best friend, Angela, sent me this thing when the baby was born. And I like looked at it and I like couldn't quite figure out how to work it. It was like from Amazon. I was like, what is this? And I sort of like tossed it aside, which sounds rude. I mean, I was so grateful 
for the game. Mm-hmm. But like, she also showed me these pretty swaddles, and I was much more interested in those. I was like, what is this? Like, yeah. You know? But eventually, my mom was like going through all this stuff and she like figured out how to work it. It's a machine, a sound machine, but it doesn't have any buttons. You just twist the volume and twist it on off. All it does is mimic shushing. Oh. Okay. Dr. Harvey Karp's book, the guy who invented the snoo, there's like five S's. Like parents know about this. It like um, helps your baby get quiet and calm. Uh-huh. This little thing be- is my most prized possession <laughs> now. And I have like a nothing thing. And then my friend who has two kids showed up here the other day and she has one like dangling off her car seat. Like apparently everybody knows. Oh my God. Their amazing. Instagram. I can't believe they don't have a million Instagram followers. Like this is the best thing I've ever bought. My mom dropped it the other day and we started panicking. We almost drove the hour to Target like in the middle of the night. <laughs> it's so portable. Um, it's so portable. But their Instagram account is so funny because it's just like babies with the shusher. Yeah, this is hilarious. Then you, yeah, I have all these funny pictures of Bobby. Like I put like with his arm like around the shusher. Like we joke it's his best friend. <laughs> this is and so funny. I, it's like all sleeping babies with the shusher next to it. And I feel like if you don't have the shusher haven't used it you might not get how amazing this is but it's like every single person who's taken this picture is so grateful for this machine like you know yeah, what I mean totally it's because otherwise I do the white noise on my phone but it's like I feel weird like sticking my phone next to the baby like I don't want to zap him with like internet <laughs> yeah okay anyways this account I think is really funny and well, we already talked about when I was pregnant, I started following all the accounts that post the births. Yeah, it's a lot. But I watched, I watched like hours of them. Yeah. Do you feel like that prepared you for birth? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, prepared, but it definitely, it feels less scary to watch it on Instagram than like go to YouTube and like watch a birth for some reason. Because yeah. you feel like it's going to be longer and you're so like committed to this like scary thing. Yeah. But Instagram, like you can just sort of like watch them quickly. Yeah. I think it's helpful. Like it's, yeah, because you sort of see the baby. Yeah. Um, okay, so now that everyone has like stopped listening because they're like so sick of me talking about the baby. No, love um, Bobby. Okay, should we talk about TikTok and then play Yeah, games? let's talk about TikTok because I feel like TikTok is, it's been around for like a year now. And to give you the history, it used to be Musical.ly, if you remember that app which was really popular and is TikTok is still really popular with Gen Z. Um, even like younger, like my 10 year olds, 12 year old cousins are obsessed with it. Um, it's kind of like a mix between Vine and Snapchat and something else that doesn't exist, but it's, you can like basically speed up um, your voice and sounds. It's like, it's like lip syncing over existing music or like clips from movies or shows. And it's kind of like a weird subculture, like TikTok. If you're just going on there for the first time and like swiping through, it's a really weird specific type of humor that I'm a obsessed with it. I know it kind of reminds me of like early, like internet days when I was in like I don't know, high school and my friends and I would find like weird, funny stuff like pre YouTube and send it to each other. That was like just weird humor. And that's like existing on TikTok. Um, Also, I know at least two people who are like, I don't know, have maybe between 10 and 
15,000 Instagram followers um, and they focus on like travel and beauty, but have like so much more on TikTok and they are like secret TikTok influencers. Mostly my feeling is like, I'm like, there's so many amazing dancers in this. Oh my world. God, I know. Like, how did I not, how, why am I such a bad dancer? Yeah, there's a lot of really good TikTok dancing on here. I feel like it's like random high school kids are like so talented. Yeah. But when I went to high school, like, yeah, like I had friends who were like amazing dancers or like amazing singers or like, yeah, like it makes sense. You can really thrive on this platform if you have like a niche talent, I feel. Yeah. Have you seen any brands using it well? Um, I mean, we're like u- using it to find good stuff for Snap. Yeah, there's a lot of good content on here that we like gender reveals and um, even like good wedding stuff on here. Like I just watch them like over. Like, yeah. It's just so good and funny. I know, I know that Teen Vogue was pretty big on Musical.ly. I'm not sure what they're doing with TikTok. Um, but I did see something interesting in a Digiday newsletter that I get that was talking about, um, oh, okay. So TikTok is sending a newsletter to select media companies, briefing them on trending hashtags. And I think this is like a really interesting move as they sort of get into more sponsorships. They haven't really done a lot with like brands on their like sponsored content. Um, in like a way that has sort of like usurped Snapchat or Instagram or Facebook. But I think it's interesting that they're taking this approach that they're like curating content for publishers and sort of like educating them. Cause this is like a different platform than the other big ones. Like, like a good way to do like a roundup basically. Yeah, exactly. I also like feel like what, and this is sort of going back to what I was saying, but I was just like thinking about it more is it's like, the only place right now I think that I can think of where like someone who's not an influencer could get a lot of views for their content yes. because they, they share, it's more, they, in the news feed, their news feed, they push more like trending conceits mm-hmm. than like individuals. Like, cause there's not that many individual influencers on there. So like, right. it's like a way to get discovered. Yes. Kind of. I think it's actually really good for that. Because they're not, yeah, they're not promoting people. They're promoting hashtags. I feel like if I was a brand that, it's obvious how media companies could use this, like mm-hmm. BuzzFeed Refinery, who have like internal influencers, yeah, could just be like creating content on there or bring, like I could see like, you know, Max is like at Vogue. I could see Vogue like bringing in celebrities and having them do like challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Like that feels like, it's pretty obvious how media companies could use it. I think brand, like, I don't know, if you were, like, primary, going back to that idea, like, you could, like, have, like, an account where, like, different cute kids come in and do challenges, like, on your account, or, like, you were, like, Revolve, like, you could have different influencers make those, like, fashion videos for you, or Amazon Fashion or something, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's definitely ways that, like, brands could be using this. For sure. It's just, like, slow. Yeah. Okay, um, let's play some games. Let's do roulette. Okay. Okay, let's pick a number. How many weeks old is Bobby? Seven and a half, I think. Let's do eight. We'll round it out. Okay, great. Okay, ready? One, two, three, four, 
five, six, seven, eight. I landed on this brand called Artemer, A-R-T-E-M-E-R. I don't know what that brand is. Artemer, fine jewelry, specialized in alternative engagement rings, worldwide shipping. Their stuff is cool. Oh, this looks nice. It's like art deco-y. I don't know. I don't have that much to say about them because, oh, they're based in Israel. Cool. Oh, I wonder how you started following them. I wish Instagram would tell you that. Oh my God, I love that. Oh, I really like this stuff. Everyone should follow them. A-R-T-E-M-E. Artemer. Although, really, I'm sure I'm like butchering how to say it. We'll have to ask women. I landed on Lizzo. Oh my God. I love Lizzo. She's like, I'm so proud of her. I feel like she's had such a... Like, I feel like successful like, year. Like we, I feel like we have some olds that listen to our podcast. Like explain who Lizzo is and like why she knows. Yeah. So Lizzo, her Instagram is Lizzo be eating. Um, she is a like pop R and B singer, but has this platform and messaging of just like self love, loving yourself. Like you are beautiful. You are enough. And she does it in a way that is like not taking herself too seriously, but also like so empowering to everyone listening. I feel like she's made such an impact on people and has like made them feel more comfortable in their skin. Um, She's also plus size. So I think she's definitely resonated with the plus size community, but she's really surpassed like and transcended that. So I think she's had such a like incredible year. I saw her last year when I was at Outside Lands before... She was like super popular and she's like so funny. She's such a good Instagram follow because she like, she just really has a really good approach of being hilarious and like herself. And she's also extremely talented and has like a wonderful voice, but um, I just love her and I feel like she's changing the world. I feel like she's like universally liked right now. Not like, There are people who talk about other artists the way you just talked about her, but then someone else would be like, no. And I feel like she doesn't have any haters from what I see. Exactly. Yeah. She's just like being her authentic self, which is like confident and happy and just like grateful. And I think it's awesome. So I landed on, um, she's on the cover of Elle this month and there's like some outtakes from her Elle photo shoot. And she's just talking about, I don't know, the way that she talks about like just loving yourself unconditionally, I think is really, it's beautiful. And it's like, not, it's, it's not polarizing and it's not like woo woo wee. It's just like, it's real. And I, I appreciate that. Okay. So Rachel and I are really excited because we're going to be speaking at Dash Hudson's first ever savvy conference. We're going to be like hosting it. Yeah. We're, yeah, I'm sorry. We're hosting it. We're the MCs. correct you on air but I give us the credit we deserve we're not just speaking we are our faces are on the landing page as the hosts of the whole day are they Who's the landing page oh yeah it is <laughs> um it's invite only for dash hudson's clients so if you are thinking about signing on with them you should this is going to be such an amazing conference but um, they're an instagram um publishing and analytics tool and like We've used all the tools and we are obsessed with them mm-hmm. and like plug them because we need it. Yes. Um, so yeah, if you want to know more about Dash Hudson, you should ask us. If you use Dash Hudson, they're having this conference, you should go to it. 
and maybe we have like a career as like MCs. Like maybe you should hire us to MC your. You probably should. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. That's it for this week's episode of Do You Follow Podcast. We are so excited to be back and recording more regularly with you guys. Please, please, please send us your social media and influencer marketing questions. We are sourcing new ones currently for upcoming episodes, and we want to hear from you. So please DM at Jade Alphine and at Rachel Jo Silver on Instagram, or you can email us at doyoufollowpodcast at gmail.com. And we're always looking for really specific and tactical questions that we can answer. Um, so the more specific, the better. We love to get into it and help you guys with that. Um, We will keep your questions anonymous if you want us to. So just let us know when you're reaching out and we'll see you guys next time. Bye guys.